Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm Jesse, your DM. Cody playing Lazarus. Brennan playing Dis. Mike playing Nim. Britt playing Kenna. And we are Double Doubles and Dragons. We're a group of goofy Canadians that have gone together to play a little D&D. Uh, sometimes we will say things that are inoffensive. We mean them as jokes, of course, and they're certainly funny to us, but some people may find this offensive. If you do, we apologize, but we don't want any hate mail about it. So just don't listen, okay? Uh, let's jump right into the action. Okay. All right, welcome back, guys. So, quick recap, we're just looting a mansion. Trying to trying to get everything we can out of it before the cops show up. That's, that's honestly pretty much the gist of it. <laughs> so, uh, Kenny, you were rolling to check for powder. Yeah. Go ahead. It's investigation? Yeah. 17. Okay. So, at least around his lounge chair and in that main room, it doesn't look like any of the vials are not empty. They all seem to have been pretty thoroughly used. There's only like 60 here, right? Upon closer inspection? Yeah, give or take. So there was like two to three hundred downstairs in the pantry, but here there's only 60. Correct. I'm very upset about this. Okay. I say to Lazarus, where do you think you put the rest of them bottles? <laughs> How would the lizard know? I don't know, but I need some help. I need to figure it out. We'll figure out what you're doing and Lazarus may help. <laughs> Try to find the rest of the vials. As you do that, Kenna, you've been kind of periodically looking out the window as well, and you yeah. start to pick up on what Dis has kind of seen as well. Dis, from your higher vantage point, you notice a change in the crowd that's walking around outside. Whereas before they were kind of milling around somewhat aimlessly, there are now three people standing at every road entryway you can see. Oh, God. Just sort of standing in the middle of the road. I want to... What do they look like? Do they look... Similar to the people that had blockaded the laundromat before? No, they were in more of a concise uniform yeah. and that kind of stuff. These just appear to be random people, but nevertheless are performing a very coordinated action of blocking off all of the roads if that I lead look, to and from Wallace's place. If I look at these people with my understanding of the more <laughs> dexterously ch or talented people, mm -hmm. um... Do these people look like uh, people that can handle themselves around? Do they look like they actually have like a, I don't know, that they're, they have slight grace to their movements, that type of thing, compared to the average person walking around, or that they just have more of a, like a presence? Some of them do, some of them don't. The biggest thing that's giving you problems is some of these people are, as I mentioned before, children, but they're definitely not standing like a child would. They, it's very much like the, I'm clearly blockading this road, but they have a, a certain stance to them that just doesn't make sense for young people. What did the people... More authoritative. Okay. Uh, what do the people uh, walking by... Are they, like, looking at these people confused? Nobody's walking by anymore. All the people oh. that are walking by have now blocked every entrance. Oh, okay. Uh, I explained this all to this. Or this. I explained this all to myself, and then I explained it to Nim. All right, Dis. <laughs> all, all right, self. All right, Dis. We gotta figure this out. <laughs> Let's think about this. We got three. We got three. They're standing. Come on, guy. Three in a line in the road. What are they doing? <laughs> Come on, brain. It's big brain time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like. <laughs> but yeah. So you reiterate that to Nim. Okay. Uh... Well, that doesn't sound good for us looting this place. No, not at all. Um, yeah, we should probably get out of here pretty quick. Do you want to head down? Via finish checking? 
checking out the bed, I finally turn around and actually look at what he's doing with the bed. It's it's a lot like somebody opened a tin can of sardines. Is kind of the best way I can describe the bed. It's like the top cover's been pulled off, and it's just soupy, disgusting shit underneath. I'm going to turn around again now, but uh, how's it looking back there? <laughs> it's looking pretty awful, I'm not going to lie. I found a potion, though. So you have two potions now. A full red potion, and a potion with one swig left that says, drink for instructions. What, is, what does the potion do? I'll have you to know. find out when we rest. Okay. This was the other party that once would be already do. <laughs> like, drinks for instructions, you say. Yeah. <laughs> well, I want to know what to do. Uh, this is clearly from the DM. <laughs> I want to try lightly. I just want to touch my ring finger. Knowing there's magic in this place that mm-hmm. carry prevents, but I'm going to try. Go. Okay. Lil, can you hear me? There's no answer. You're inside the ancient Yeah, I was just making sure. He knew. He was just checking to see if anything changed. Looks like the ring still don't work here. So, maybe we should start heading down. Let everybody else know about this. I point outside. Okay. Okay. All right. If we're heading out, I carefully go around <laughs> the bed. <laughs> Avoiding it at all times. All right. So, the two of you leave. Head back down to the main room where Lazarus and Kenna are. You guys burst inside. The, the whole lounger's been destroyed. Guys, I explained what was happening outside. There's like, there's a bunch of people walking on the street next to, or the a street over from the road out in front of Wallace's. Then they all disappeared, and there's just three people at every intersection watching Wallace's. So what? it seems they've successfully blockaded the building. Seems to be, yes. Seems we like also noticed that. I also noticed that. We should probably... Skedaddle? Yeah. I wonder if there's a secret way Why out here. Why are we entirely skedaddling again? Because we got our loot, and we don't want them to know we have the loot, so we can fence it. So we are to simply walk away after calling all these here? Yeah, and then we're going to go talk to Lil and explain what happened. What? If Except we're going to be rich when we do it. What if we hit our stuff and came back for it later? We could do that, too. We just got to make sure it's a very secure place. And we only take, like, as much as we can that's not conspicuous. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. So, those 30-foot paintings are probably out. <laughs> I don't think we can take those just yet. <laughs> we could hide them in the pantry. Oh. We could lock the pantry. You know how. It's true. Mm, I was just going to say he's rather against completely leaving all the rather demonic bodies everywhere here. No explanation. Right. True, but do we want to be linked to this? Have you not already? Well, I mean, not with the general public, no. And they're just going to be like, so there was like hundreds of people murdered here. And the only survivors were these four. Uh, <laughs> Perhaps all the better to explain. True. True. <laughs> Do we maybe want to leave somebody around here to explain and then the rest uh, of us hide? and then willing to sit here. You just want to stand like just outside of the entrance so we can talk to you with the ring, explain how our shenanigans are going and then just come back and be like, well, maybe we shouldn't come back, three of us there. Lazarus assumes once they're ready, they will begin entering the premises. Yes, yeah, so we can leave you here to explain it, and we go and sell our stuff. You go do whatever it is you wish to do. Might not be a bad idea. How much stuff do we have? 
Uh, it depends. You have your layer of stuff that you all decided you could carry on your persons. Then you have a pile that you've created after each one of you took ten minutes to loot what you found interesting. Well, I just never True. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely there's a pile that doesn't fit in your clothing. Like... I mean, we did call for backup, so maybe we should just stay here until they get here so we can explain what happened. I want my loot. I don't think I'll let us keep the loot. He has already said you might hide it. Yeah. So if we're going to hide and then stay here? What about... We can hide it all behind the second doors from the pantry. Well, what if Nim and uh, I go and sell this? Because the Thieves' Guild knows us and we're part of it already. And then the two of you stay and explain. How are you going to get past Wait, you two are part of it. What about me? They didn't feel that you were ready because you're too good of a person. <laughs> I believe the specific wording was that Goody Two Shoes has no place in the Thieves' Guild. <laughs> <laughs> now what the hell I think it's a compliment though <laughs> to be fair <laughs> yeah thieves also almost always use goody two shoes as a compliment <laughs> well, well while you're taking a moment to decide there's a loud popping sound followed by kind of a crackle and the soft murmuring of somebody saying something along the lines of I think it's ready sir Followed almost immediately by a loud, booming voice coming in through the exterior windows. All right in there. Mr. Wallace, or anyone who happens to be alive, this is Inspector Dubonnet. You have exactly five minutes to surrender yourself, or we will raid the building. We're going to raid, we got to take our loot. <laughs> Hide it behind the walls. In the pantry. You're going to all just like start running to the pantry for stuff. We got the lunar shit! Uh, I'm assuming this is already moving. Yep. Oh, probably. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm almost positive as soon as he heard Inspector, he was like, I gotta hide my loot. <laughs> then how the fuck are we going to get out of here? Carefully. We do not need to sneak out if we explain ourselves. Yeah. I assume you're all moving your loot at this point. Yes. Well, uh, I'm going to cast Tensor's Floating Disc. Okay. Pile it all on top and... Pile as much as I can on top of the floating disc and then float it down to the pantry. How big is the disc? It's three foot radius or diameter. I guess that makes a big difference. It's <laughs> <laughs> about double. About double, really. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll take a quick peek here. It only takes a second. In the meantime, I assume Dis just has, like, several Fabergé eggs in a big armload and is just running <laughs> down the stairs. By the way, taking my eggs. how are you getting them to the pantry when the double doors at the bottom of the stairs have been blown open and it's a straight shot to the gate? Stealthily. Okay. I, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just going to make sure when I go by this area that ain't nobody see me. I want to do it super quick. Okay. And, like, check beforehand to make sure I pick that perfect timing to go between. That sounds good. Uh, roll a stealth check. Uh, 26. Okay. So you kind of take a peek out. Sure enough, as you take a peek out, there's one man standing right at the front gate. He's a tall man. Appears to be some sort of high elf, if you had to take a guess from this range. He's wearing a very long trench coat with a cape. And he's just sort of standing at the gate, very defiantly. 
If you had to take a guess, that sounds like it might be the inspector. He's just standing at the front gate waiting for it to open for him. Uh, that does give him a straight line view into the rest of the building, but you do notice that he is shouting orders to other people, so you just kind of take a moment when he's turned to talk to somebody else, and you make your, you make your shot. You feel like, you feel like you got away with it. Like, oh yes, all the money. <laughs> and you immediately head for the pantry. That leaves the three of you upstairs, with this tensor's uh, floating what disc. How are you gonna get that past the main gate? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Could I invisible it now? <laughs> mm. well, maybe. Uh, yeah, concentration. <laughs> Just jump on it and invisible yourself. Well, maybe. It's not concentration for floating disc. Yeah, disc isn't concentration. That's one of the things that makes it useful. Uh, so I'm going to... Can I make it through the back? Yeah, I mean, there's no reason you can't go down through the back. You just have no idea what the visibility is, because it is a second floor balcony. Okay. <laughs> just a little gnome just creeping <laughs> by with like this big pile of shit floating behind him. Ah! Uh, nothing to worry about here! I'm <laughs> just collecting stuff from Ben's laundry. <laughs> it's all clothes! <laughs> shiny, shiny clothes. No, that's his plan. Everybody has to strip naked and cover the disc in their clothing so it looks like a big pile of clothes. Bad idea. It just comes out with like a disgusting look in his face. Oh, Wallace is shit. See, that's exactly the kind of shit I would try if I was playing. Be like, no, it's just a big load of clothes. Everybody's naked. <laughs> so weird. Yeah, I'll just... I, I skip the pantry and I just try to go right out the front gate with just a. I, I take his comforter and I drape it over the pile of stuff. You don't even like. You don't even escort the disc. You just send it out on its own. <laughs> no, that's the problem. Is it follows me twenty feet behind? Uh, it'd be funny if you could send it a little ways. Just label it Nim's cleaning delivery. <laughs> like I gotta take the load back. <laughs> All right. So what oh, do you suspicious. do? Uh. So at first. It, looking out the French doors, is there anyone watching from that angle? Do a perception check. Oh god, so great. That's not terrible. Uh, 16? Okay. So you take a, you're like, okay, I might have a shot at this. You look out the double doors, and you see easily like nine or ten sets of eyes looking like right at it. <laughs> And you realize that these guys must have an actually a pretty decent idea what they're doing because part of the reason they're all one street back is it gives them a clear line of visibility over the wall to watch the building. Somebody, somebody's thought about where these people are standing. Okay. Um, is there... It's been, it's been like a couple of minutes. Okay. Dis has made it successfully to the pantry and is busily shoving. I don't know why the only thing I imagine you stealing is these Fabergé eggs, but I'm really sticking to it now. <laughs> and he's just like, he's delicately putting each egg in those slots where the potions used to go. And he's like, that's one, that's two, that's three, that's four, one done, that's one. <laughs> and he's just, just sliding in all these eggs. Freaking eyes are just dollar symbols. <laughs> Well, perhaps Lazarus should head for the gate, then. Well, if you head for the gate, you can distract him, and then I can get this disc of shit down to the pantry. <laughs> Whatever you do behind Lazarus's back is not his business. I'll go with Lazarus. I think Lazarus could have belonged to the mob. <laughs> Whatever happens back there, that's none of my business. <laughs> I was just told to stand out here. 
I don't know what's happening in there. I mean, that's basically his attitude the entire Wallace duration. Was, <laughs> that's I'm true. Just stand I'm just going to stand right here. Okay, so Lazarus is going to go out and try to uh, distract the inspector. I'll talk to him. And uh, Nim, you're going to use that opportunity to get the disc by. Kenan, what are you doing? I thought I was going to go with Lazarus. Okay. All right, sounds good. So, the two of you march out. As you clear the door heading for the gate, you see this man, this high elf in his row, in his cloak, and he just kind of puts up one hand in a, in a stop motion. Hold there. He just kind of looks. You may proceed forward slowly. <laughs> I walk forward slowly. Slower. Oh, God. I don't slow down anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you see him kind of flash a quick smile, and then he's just hes just watching the two of you approach. Okay. Nim, are you going now, or are you waiting for them to be closer? Uh, are, would they be obscuring his view at the moment? It's hard to know for sure, but they're getting closer, so more of the view should be obscured. Yeah, I'll wait until they're, like, right... Like at maximum obscuring distance. So okay, sounds good. Roll a stealth roll for when you do go, and we'll see what happens. Come on, stealthiness. Ooh, baby, that's a twenty-two. Ooh, okay, <laughs> all right, all right. So, well, I, uh-huh. Nim's thing will happen as it happens. Yeah. In the meantime, the two of you are approaching. May I assume by the large blue dragon thing and the beautiful woman that you are part of the group who requested our aid? We are. That'd be correct. That would make you, what, the turf members of Surf and Turf? (laughs) Uh, I would like to say I'm more surf than turf. It is unimportant. You asked. Now, if you would be so kind as to open the gate so that we can take a look at what is happening inside, yes? Indeed, there is many things inside for you to see. I can see a fair bit through the door. There appears to be a significant I, amount of dead like, bodies. As, as soon as he like, tries to like indicate towards the door, there's like that slightly percept, like Lazarus should be like... Hiding him. <laughs> it's just like, kind of like, like, yeah, just kind of like, he, <laughs> he tries to go back to the door. I'm just kind of like, mm. Nim's already passed, but there's a floating disc. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> Covered in a sheet. Ooh, His catering service is still online. He just, you know, the guy, he, he seems very just kind of, so I assume the sooner we can look into these, the better. I is also... there anything that Lazarus knows strange about opening the front gate? No, no, it's just it just you have to open it using the mechanism inside in the little booth. Mm. Very well, stand by. I'll slowly make my way over there. And I'll kind of give one look at the hamlet and slow down a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so as you're doing that, the inspector stares at Kenna for a moment. I assume there will be a perfectly reasonable explanation for how it is Sir Wallace has ended up dead. All his servers appear to be dead. And more importantly, why the grounds are not being maintained. <laughs> how long is the grass? Um, <laughs> decently the, long. Like from the booth, like, your priorities are weird. <laughs> I'm really I enforce all laws of this stronghold with equal fervor. 
God damn it. Mm-hmm. Having a really hard time <laughs> seriously right now. Oh, you should okay. take the wow. inspector very seriously. No, just like the voice is like really. It's a very serious man. Super difficult. <laughs> Every time I have something ready to say, I forget it. <laughs> it's not so much a real French accent as a French accent I've seen in movies making fun of French accents. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, there's, there's a good explanation for sure. Perfect. I cannot wait to hear it over a cup of tea. That might be difficult. I kind of like wait for that, and then I'm kind of like. <laughs> Gate starts sliding open, and you do. He looks kind of back over his shoulder. All right, everyone, positions two. Let us begin the retrieval. And several people kind of come in from behind him, and begin moving past the gate and start just kind of investigating the bodies. They start pulling them to the side. So they can see that they're, like, zombified. Oh, absolutely. There's there's no hiding the condition of the bodies. He confidently strides in through the gate, looks at the both of you. Now I can assume that you can inform me of where the other members of your party are, and we can begin our debriefing of the situation. Very well. We'll have to round up the other members who are doing rounds inside. They're making sure that nothing else was roaming the hallways. It is a very pragmatic thing to do. Perhaps we should just meet at the most important location. Wherever it is that fat ass's body ended up. Oh, that's in the main room upstairs. Of course it is. It's not like he lives there. Very well. We will give you a few minutes to collect your party members, and then we will meet you next to his body. Very well. Sounds good. Guy looks over. All right, the rest of you, look for anything important. Be prepared for the smell. Do not worry, I am a veteran of these kind of investigations. I will not be dissuaded by foul bears. God fucking damn it. <laughs> Alright, go go collect your two party members. <laughs> Where are our two party members? They're the uh, they are both frantically shoving what? loot into the pantry. <laughs> I wanna take one fabric egg I'm gonna take out of here. Okay. It's going in my backpack. Okay. I still have the trinkets in my pocket. Yes. I'm just, I'm just gonna say Lazarus did not take it. <laughs> yeah, I, I assumed not. If I can fit two Faberge eggs in my backpack, <laughs> I'm going to do that. You could, but they might clack together. I'm okay with this. I can explain it away. Okay. I'm confident. Well, I, I wasn't more talking about sound, more just might damage them and then they not be worth as much. I'm going to make sure there's padding in between them. My fine clothes are in between <laughs> them. I care less about my fine clothes than the Faberge eggs. All right, well, I would presume then that this is how the two of you find them. They're in the pantry shoving shit into the secret compartments while this is delicately wrapping two eggs. And, like, he's doing the whole thing where he, like, puts them in the backpack, then, like, looks at them and scrunches up his face like he's not happy, and he takes one out, and he wraps it in something else and puts it in at a slightly different angle. Uh, it seems like he's been doing this for a couple of minutes now, actually. Well. <laughs> well, seems you're underway. <laughs> Speaking of which, are the trinkets in my pocket, like, clacking against each other or anything? Not noticeably so. Okay, cool. I just want to put them in my backpack. Oh, so they're in the building. Between my armor. Oh. 
Oh shit. <laughs> it seems like the inspector didn't much like Wallace, but regardless, we have to tell him. I think his words were something along the lines of, you must tell me what happened here. There must be a good excuse as to why, and why is the law not nice? Something like that. <laughs> it's almost exactly like that. <laughs> we will have to meet with them in the uh, main atrium with the body in a couple minutes. It sounds good. He also I, asked for a cup of tea, but I don't know where, where we're going to get a cup of tea. Let's not use the kitchen here. <laughs> okay, so you guys close up the secret passage, or the secret panels. Mm-hmm. You all head up to go talk to the inspector. Lock the, the door. Yep, everything yeah. gets locked down. Okay. Even the normal pantry door? Yeah. Yep, okay. we're locking everything. No sooner do you get the pantry door closed than several members of the inspector's team all but kick the kitchen door down and just start swamping the room looking for really anything they can get their hands on. Uh, They do see you, and most of them seem at least abreast of the situation, so nobody directly challenges you, but they're very much like they are not waiting for you to get out of their way. They're just sort of doing what they need to do. Just walk right past my yeah, I guess we'll just slip out of the kitchen nonchalantly. Yep. So. And then super casually up the stairs. Super casually. So, you open the doors to Wallace's main room, which were closed mm-hmm. when, when he was in there. And um, the inspector is standing up at the top of the set of stairs that lead up to his lounger. And he has, through some method or another, produced a small saucer and a cup of milk. Or, and a cup of tea. Well done. Uh, and is just sipping it as you arrive. He's just sort of... Ah, I see the party has come together. Yes. Maybe we have. <laughs> Very well, then. In the shadow of the man you killed, why don't you tell me exactly why? Do you see him? He's not the man he once was. I am aware. Do not leave out any details. So, I guess the way... I guess the way we can start this is that, for the most part, all the transpirations in here happened by Wallace himself. So to make this simple, what are you willing to tell him, and what are you going to deliberately lead out, leave out? I assume you're going to try to catch him up as much as you can, but I assume there are some things you don't want to tell him. How we came into his service, he wouldn't say, or anything like that. Okay. Should he ask what lie do you provide? Should he ask... We were privately hired. Um, or it's a we simple could, one. We could say straight up that we were... That we were involved with the sawmill and we were tracking, back tracking what happened there, and that led us to Wallace, and so we secreted into his service. Or, more. I'm just gonna say, or we, or we could, could just say that, that it's were a privately hired. yeah, and that the person who hired us is somebody we uh, part of the contract was us not mentioning who they were. Still, or we just don't know. Okay. Yeah, or we just don't yeah. know if it's actually the leader. So you're not filling him in on why you got here. What else are you not filling him in on? Uh the powders. Or, wait, well, how do we want vials to... and everything everywhere. Our knowledge of the powders. So. Okay. 
So what are or, you? Or sorry, talking our about knowledge, Nim and I specifically, our knowledge of the warehouse where the powders are being created. So you'll tell him what the powders are for, just not how you know that information. Yeah, basically, or what our assumptions by are. by watching what, it happen. Yeah. yeah so we'll, from what we could we have see, the vials yes. in the room. We have the people transformation, and then Wallace did it to himself. You make the logic. Challenge. And I'm not going to mention the vials we do have of the stuff. If he asks for them, or if he does find them, if they just come out in the the story, just they're staying with us. Okay. Sort of thing. Okay. Anything else you're deliberately leaving out? Outside of the fact that clearly you looted the place. <laughs> um, but but anything else in terms of things you've learned so far? If not, I'm going to assume you tell him anything you don't tell me not to tell him. I think we would say everything about Wallace. Everything towards Painting him is bad. Wallace. Not anything towards the warehouse or the secondary yeah. things he asked us. Okay. Or for him, like, yeah, sorry. That's what you said. So, yeah, no mention of the warehouse, even. Um, we knew there was one. And no mention of the blue powder you have. Yeah. Also, probably no mention of the guy that you were supposed to kill. Yeah, that guy as well. No, no mention of him. Okay, that seems fair. Though afterwards, I do want to go out and find some way to check on him. <laughs> okay, we can, we can talk about that when we're out of here. Okay, anything else that just cannot be revealed? Are you telling There's him anything that you found? As in... When we searched the place just now? Yeah. Any anything that you found that you think they should be aware of? Um, Lazarus would automatically offer the fact that he like because the lounge was clearly foreign, so he would quite liberally offer the the nonsensical documentation that he found. Okay, because to make it seem like we're not because we've obviously searched that. So yeah, absolutely. So uh, we, if we don't present anything, then it kind of looks like we're just holding stuff. So Lazarus fair. will hold give off all those. Okay, all that more mundane paperwork. The ones we think are mundane in the moment. If you want okay. to set the risk of, I'll mention the um. The French doors upstairs are warded magically, and we never got rid of it. Okay. Okay. All right, we'll start with that. <laughs> I'm trying to rack my brain when everything's happening. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to thing. think of anything. All right, so if I am to be made to understand, it would seem more or less like you sort of stumbled across some kind of evil demonic plots. And you were successfully able to destroy the individuals involved. Nespa? That is a quick summary. Alright. And he kind of, he puts the tea down and he kind of leans forward. So just to make perfectly clear, there is nothing else you wish to tell me. Um. Just one sec. Why don't you tell me all the Yes, yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to. I'll wait till someone's talking and he's kind of distracted, and then I want to cast Detect Thoughts. Okay. It's like, I know I can't subtle cast because I'm not a sorcerer, but... Yeah, so read, first of all, read Detect Thoughts and read the, like, is it somatic, is it... It's got vocal somatic and material, so it's going to be pretty, because I'm going to be like, (laughs) we know how observant this guy is, he just showed us that. Okay, read the spell. Oh, I could make him think I'm casting a different spell, though. That is an option. Okay. 
like so. you said, Sorcerer is really the one that gets to cast a spell completely undetected, but that doesn't remove the chance of somebody else trying it. It just, Sorcerers get it for free, everybody else has to work for it. <laughs> okay, when you cast, uh, for the duration, you can read thoughts of a certain creature. So a concentration up to a minute. Okay. When you cast the spell as an action on each turn until the spell ends, you can focus your mind on one creature that you can see within 30 feet of you. The creature you choose has an intelligence of three or lower, which I'm hoping the inspector doesn't, but <laughs> uh, the creature is unaffected. You initially learn surface thoughts of the creature, what is on its mind most of the moment. As an action, you can either shift attention to another creature's thoughts or attempt to probe deeper into the same creature's mind. If you probe deeper, the target must make a wisdom saving throw. If it fails, you gain insight into its reasoning, if any. If it, its emotional state and something looms large in its mind, such as something it worries over, loves, or hates. If it succeeds, the spell ends. Either way, the target knows you're, that you're probing into its mind, and unless you shift your attention to another creature's thoughts, the creature can use his action to turn to make an intelligence check. Contested by your intelligence check, if it succeeds, the spell ends. Questions verbally directed towards the creature naturally shape the course of its thoughts, so spell is particularly effective again as part of an interrogation. Okay. So it only can detect if somebody's reading their thoughts if you try to go deeper? Is that the way that that's worded? Uh, it seems like it. If you probe deeper, they know that you're probing into their thoughts. Okay. Uh, we'll keep it as that for now. I'll do a double check and just make sure that I'm happy with that, but it seems fine. Makes sense. If you're just picking up the surface, it's probably not a big deal. And Okay, so you, how are you trying to hide what you're casting? Uh, can I just act like I'm casting a different spell? I, you certainly can, but also how are you pitching that then? I'm like, uh, we want to be careful in this room. There are some wards. I'm just going to cast tech magic just so I can see them again. Okay. Uh, cast a check he, he gives you kind of a wave, like he's okay with that. Okay. And then I want to detect thoughts on him. And... Okay. So he is still very much waiting for a reply from somebody about if there's anything you haven't told him. So Nim's thing will work best if somebody's distracting him. So who's answering if they've got anything to... I mean, the answer can obviously be no, but just, just oh, how yes. are you answering? Ah, uh, yes, I actually did have something I wanted to talk about. Um, I'm not sure how much this may affect your opinion of me, but I did quite a bit of dancing in this room, and I was wondering if it would be okay to do one last dance in here, to pay my respects to the women who danced with me, who are not with us any longer. Would that be okay? Well, I mean, they're with you. They're in the room. <laughs> who are not with... <laughs> All right, roll performance. Because I assume the right. dance itself will also be part of the distraction. Performance isn't super good. But yes. Here we go. Uh, 22. Okay. So, in the meantime, Nim, you are reading his surface thoughts. His surface thoughts very much, at least initially, are, Why is this drow elf talking to me about dancing? <laughs> And then this begins his dance, and they shift ever so slightly to, you know, I've never been a fan of Drow Elves, but I cannot deny he has a certain wiggle. <laughs> 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 How 
However, as you continue to listen and as Dis's dance continues on and obviously is no longer holding his attention as raptly, you do hear something more along the lines of, I hope he does not believe that this simple dance will distract me from things I know they are leaving out. <laughs> Dis continues to dance. <laughs> um, well, is there anything specific you're after, Inspector? We have been here for some short time. I am more particularly interested in things that may help us to solve this situation or find other people who may be in danger from these, as you call it, mysterious red powder. I would hate to find out, for example, that there was some sort of production facility that maybe we did not know about. What's the detect thoughts hit now? (laughs) His detect thoughts are like literally just him thinking out that statement and being like, now we will see. (laughs) Uh, I'll I'll elbow Des in the thigh and just be like... (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure about this one? (laughs) So... Oh, sorry, just mentioned about that. So I don't know where you're getting your information from, but you better make sure it's a trustworthy source. Well, considering it was given to me by a close personal friend who said she heard it from you directly. <laughs> Inside. Fucking idiot. <laughs> Go oh. ahead, Oh, Dis, you did this to yourself. <laughs> I don't know why you people trust so many people here. It's so fucking weird. You're the one who told Lil. Yeah, I trust that Lil. True. Oops, that was a three first time. Uh, sorry, insight? Nine. Yeah. Uh, did my help help? Or? Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. How are you, by the way, how are you helping him insight? Well, I'm also insighting. Oh, okay. Then, so then, then, oh, just, then that's fine. Then that would be yeah, fine. because I'm standing there still. Yeah, that's fair. Oh. So if you're not doing your own insight, then it would be 20, uh, a little bit, 25. Okay. What are you inciting specifically? Because he, he obviously said a couple of things there. So just what what are you looking... What are you trying to gauge out of him? Uh, I want to see if it actually is... If, number one, it seems he's talking about Lil. Number two, if he actually considers her a close personal friend. Okay. Um, or mainly, if there's between one or the other, um, the second, if he finds her a close personal it friend. It seems like it. Um, when when he says things like a close personal friend, he does have a slight smile to his face, kind of more of a demeanor you would expect when somebody is remembering a friend. Um, overall, it seems fine. It's hard to tell. He's clearly practiced at interrogation himself, mm-hmm. so it's not like he's giving a lot away, but it, it doesn't jump out at you as being false. This close personal friend. You wouldn't happen to have this person's name, would you? I believe we are both well aware of who I am talking about this. However, if you do not believe me, she is on her way. And I'm sure you can ask her in person if you would feel comfortable talking to me. Can you give me any more piece of proof so I don't go down a rabbit hole that gets me in a lot of shit later on? (laughs) That may or may not have happened multiple times. I suppose I could give you some general hints, like I know she owns a certain bar in a rung filled with dirt farmers. And I also may or may not be well aware of a small girl currently in the basement. Okay. 
Understood. <laughs> so in that case, yes, we do have something to talk about. Very well, then. I would be interested to hear your interpretation of the building that was recently destroyed. Uh, I want to check. So there's no other people other than um, the it's, inspector? Other people have come into the room off and on reporting various things to him. But for the most part, it's just been you guys in the room. Um, I'm going to wait until there's nobody around okay. uh, other than us and then i will when i start telling him about the warehouse i'm just going to pause anytime anybody comes in sure uh and in terms of the warehouse because obviously you've told will or lil about the warehouse um if it's trustworthy. but you weren't like super specific at the time with her so how much are you giving uh, i don't really have anything to hold back if i think he's or i've kind of come to the understanding that he's as trustworthy as lil is at least seemingly for us right now, so I'll okay. just explain everything. I can go into more detail as well. Does that include things like the blue powder and killing yeah. the guy and the girls? Yeah. Okay. So basically just giving him everything. Yeah. Because okay. I think we told, well, Lil has an understanding of the girls. I guess what I, we'd explain it the same way. Fair enough. I don't want to say, oh yeah, and him just fucking murdered him. <laughs> no, I'm sure you try to be very tender. <laughs> yeah, with... no. And to be fair, I play it off as that I don't know that 100% because I teleported out before that happened. Okay, so, that certainly seems fair. If I need a way to get around it. <laughs> okay. So, he listens quietly, interrupting from time to time to ask you more specific questions. But overall, the the tone of it is very informal, and you don't feel very interrogated. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time you're finished... Uh, he sort of leans back and sits down on what's left of the lounge chair. All right. It appears we have some rather interesting developments. But at this time, since obviously it will take a while to fully investigate the building, all of its little nooks and crannies, see if we can find out <laughs> any more information... I believe I have been satisfied with the information you have given me. At this time, you are free to go as you like. Actually, sorry, Is there any way that we could help you with your investigation of the powders? We're kind of looking into it a bit on our own. But if there's any help we can provide with your investigation and with your resources, we'd be happy to help. Or at least I'd be happy to help. I can certainly appreciate an Adventurer's Guild member wishing to keep up on leads that they have found, but please leave this to the guard. We are experienced in this sort of thing. Should we come across anything that needs more information from you or we believe you may be helpful in, we will certainly not hesitate to contact you. For the time being, you did mention two different kinds of powder. Uh, sorry, one question about what you just said before. Um, do you still have the tech bots going? Uh, it was only a minute, oh, well, that's so I minute. assume. Probably not at that point. At this point, probably not. Can I insight that there any reason they're going to ask? He said, if we have need of you, we'll yeah. ask. But is this the fluff, or is this an actual, like, truthful statement? Sure, you can give it a go. Yeah. <laughs> Eleven. Hard to say with him. But overall, I mean, he's been helpful so far, and he's really given you no indication that he wouldn't need more information from you. Definitely seems like the type of guy, if he thinks you're going to help him do something, chances are he's going to use you. 
In the meantime, you did mention two different kinds of powder. Do you still have samples of either of them present? As we've certainly seen from yeah. this room, it seems like Wallace used up a great deal of what he had. We do have some samples of both the red and the blue powder. But I'm sorry, but we can't give you all of it. But we can give you a small amount. I don't know if we can give any of the blue. Why not? Well, going back to the little girl in the basement. I recall. She needs the blue powder. You believe this blue powder will be useful for her in what way? The counteracts any effects that magic may have had upon her. Did you, throughout this, would he have explained the experiments we did? I, unless he deliberately left them out. Uh, uh, no, I'd explain it. Okay. Seems like decent information for them. Yeah. I can certainly understand why you would want to use this blue powder to save this girl, Mary. But I would like to remind you that we may have more people affected by this. And certainly using up our only source of this blue powder on her could put several more lives at risk. Are we saying, then, that you're going to look into perhaps manufacturing more or a replacement? I plan to deliver it to the Queen's mages personally. Could we take some of it to just slow down what's happening with Mary in the meantime? Do you have any proof it works that way? Our experiments. Very well. I will make you a deal, then. I do not believe we would need the entire thing to attempt to synthesize its ingredients anyway. So how about you give me half of the red powder you have and half of the blue? We can put them in some of these various containers here. That seems like that would be fair. Probably work. Yeah. I'll just... I mean, I give them all the red. We don't need it. <laughs> I still want to keep half the red, just in case. This one will note each powder is its own evil. Very well. It is always a good idea to get the information from a paladin in terms of the evilness of something. Your efforts are appreciated. He just kind of like looks at Wallace and he's like, something that one was a mistake. <laughs> I can imagine it would have been uncomfortable. Very well. We will split up the powders as we have said. I would encourage you to return to Lil. Perhaps take a look at your little girl. And wait for further instructions. I pour out, uh, or I pour half the red, half the blue into separate containers and give them over to him and then I pack up the powders again. Okay. Do I even have the red? I have both on me right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I can manage to get both. When you finish that, he waves his hand. All right, they are being allowed to leave. You may remove the barrier. <laughs> there's a there's a soft the shimmer around the the door just outside the gate. Andy. <laughs> All right. I believe we have successfully dismantled Wallace's barrier on our way in. However, to be careful, I would recommend waiting until outside the gates to attempt to transport. Makes sense. 
Very well, Inspector. Thank you so much. You shall go Surf anywhere. and turf. Be safe. You as well. Do, does he have a ring on? He does. Okay. What? How? Uh, it's actually hard to tell. He's got a gloved hand. Oh, but he definitely has a ring. You how can many, see the outline of the ring. How many people have we seen that we assumed were higher up? In like people who had uh, better dispositions, or it seemed like they were in pe- people of power. How many of those people have we seen that were covering their rings with gloves or some it's, sort of hand? It's been pretty common. It's been pretty common. There are quite a few people in higher positions that have rings. You assume left over from times they adventured. Um, but you're not sure if people in certain positions are given rings of their own that mean they're not adventurers. From all the powerful people I've seen so far, um, so people like, uh, the inspector, people like the guard Strain. captains. Yeah, like Strain. Oh, those. Is there any of those that didn't wear gloves on their hands? Mm, it seems a pretty common defense measure. Especially because even just a simple covering would stop people from being able to use it without your knowledge. It seems to be a pretty common defense. I want to look around for a glove. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one of you literally runs a laundromat. I'm sure you can find gloves. Yeah, Only if you don't want to return them, just buy gloves. them. I tell everybody, like, I think we should get gloves or a hat. Well, uh, I'm going to tell them this later. Not right now. Okay. Ring from the inspector. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is giving you leave to leave. Uh, so first thing when we're walking out, I want to... I don't know if we all want to go together or split, but I want to go to that where I buried... Or I forced the guy to bury himself. Okay. A couple days back. Yeah. See if he's escaped. I mean, there are definitely a lot of people walking around doing investigative work, so if you're going to try to sneak in there, you're going to have to be... I wouldn't sneak. I just walk over there. Okay, and just kind of, what's in here? (laughs) Yeah, basically. Like, I'd go... um, Well, I'd go over there. I could just explain what... Yeah, Yeah, I'm not really super worried about them being suspicious of me, so... Okay, sounds fair. So, you go to the building where the guy was in... You pop the door open. You take uh, I kind of like when I open it, I'm just like, uh, like kind of worried. So you take a look into the pit. And the first thing you notice is the tools that you had left him are still laying on the ground. But as you open the door wider and more light wafts in, you see a hole where he used to be. No bones, no body, the just blood? two leg holes. Mm. I'm like. Nice. <laughs> Isn't it like this whole building full of bodies, though? Oh, it's got like a pit in the center. Right? Yeah, it's got a pit in the center. But he was only interested in the one, so. I mean, he knows where he left the guy. He buried him. <laughs> but but if there's like all these guards around. Uh, am I, I. I didn't say it was. I was coming with you, mm. so. I'll look into him. I'll be like, Jesus Christ! I <laughs> <laughs> buried a guy right there. <laughs> Yeah, it looks like he got away, but the rest of them certainly didn't. (laughs) Is there, like, a lot of bones around? Yeah, quite a bit. Maybe Uh, we want to point this out to the guards? Yeah, we probably should. There's already two of them down in the pit. Okay. Um, They seem to be taking inventory. All right. Well, I guess we don't have to do that. I just turn around, and I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) Okay, you guys are free to go. We are. The level up obviously has already happened. Um, you guys at this point are, um, I wouldn't say your downtime activity has necessarily ended. There are a couple of things that you did want to finish up, like getting the armor. We've got to talk about how much money you're going to get from fencing things. But I don't think necessarily any of those have to happen in any particular order. So is there anything? I, I know one of you is going to have to go fence stuff. 
you're gonna have to tell me if you're gonna get back into Wallace's place or if you're gonna leave it for a while or what the deal is there. So I've made a horrible mistake. So there's something I want to do. Um, one is I want to stake out the front of this place or find some way to watch the front of this place for them removing the bodies. Okay. Specifically Wallace's. If they don't remove his, I want to sneak back in. Okay. If they do remove it, I want to do something in the middle of the night that involves sacrificing it. Okay. But I don't want to break back into it immediately and just be like, oh, I forgot something. Okay, so maybe keep an eye on it, but maybe give him a day or two to kind of be... Yeah, because I'm like, this stuff. guy is a big guy, my god, probably. Yeah, I mean, they're probably... There's a lot of evil in there, so... Okay. Um, so here's what I have down for the for what I assume is going to happen in the next couple of days as your downtime activity wraps up. Yeah. Uh, the first is, Lazarus, I assume you're going to have your armor repaired, obviously, using whatever cost that ends up uh, mm-hmm. requiring. Uh, and obviously, the girl that you were dealing with, she has had time to, to set things up, so you guys will now have access to that if you're staying in town. Um, I assume you guys are going to go check on Mary, kind of see how things are going there. Um, I also, there, there are, so there are three things at least that I'm aware of you guys were still actively working on. There is obviously anything left to do with Wallace, like mysterious potions and trying to figure out anything else about who he was dealing with. Um, there's obviously, you still have your Thieves Guild's contact and the man with the raspy voice that you're going to have to deal with. Um, there's the amount of money that you owe Mm -hmm. to that same syndicate. You have obviously the money coming in from the laundromat that we'll calculate shortly, and the money coming in from the fencing activities. And you also have a lead on Chainmail Guy, vis-a-vis how he may or may not relate to Wallace. Is there anything else that people really want to get accomplished as we're kind of doing those wrap-up activities? Has there been any hits on Kit? Uh, not that you've been made aware of. Just get you a new goat. I suppose I don't just want to mention for the table so that nobody forgets that the captain of the guard was kind of on our hit list. Good point. There was that whole thing about what's going on with the restoration effort and a mysterious letter. Definitely don't forget about that. And yeah, the shenanigans. Slavery in the pits going on. Yeah, exactly. the slavery in the pits. So you, you've still got some stuff to dig into. I imagine most of those main things will jump out of yeah. downtime activity at that point because I assume you're going to be doing things on a much regular yeah, basis. Yeah, just reminding the table that yeah. there's still some strings. Don't forget about your quest hooks. Yeah. I don't give you ones that aren't important. So I would, success, I would suggest doing them. <laughs> okay, so in the meantime then, let's talk about a couple of very simple wrap-up activities before this session's recording ends. Mm. Let's talk about fencing the material, making money, and Lazarus paying off his gear. So let's start with the easy stuff. We're going to fence, I assume at this point, only what you could carry out on yourselves. Mm. Correct? Yeah. You're not going to try to break back into Wallace's place just yet? No. Okay, so, with that in mind, here is what you've been able to make from fencing the materials that you could take out on your person. The Thieves Guild, first of all, was very happy to see you when you came in with some stuff to fence. Um, Because, you know, that's a good rotation for them. So... You made 1,600 platinum points Ooh. off of various incendiaries. It's the Fabergé eggs. Is this all going into the... Uh, I'm just writing it on the card and I'll split it up. And we can yeah, I'm just... Okay, so it's not going in the bank? I think we want to split up a little, no, bit, yeah. a little bit of this for each of us. 
But okay. we were nice. You also made 18,000 gold pieces <laughs> out of fencing the materials. And that's just what you could carry on yourselves. You obviously have more inside the place. Next is to talk about the money that came out of the laundromat services. Now, obviously, this is only based on how much time has passed now and the fact that in the beginning it was a little slower and obviously faster at the end, plus the money that you're making from the money laundering services. Exactly. Um, I'm wrapping up all of that income together, um, which will include the plant growths that you were doing for the farmer's guild, or for the farmer's run, all that kind of stuff. So um, as best as I can figure out from my calculations, you guys spent just about six months in downtime doing these various activities, um, and I've put it at just over 30,000 gold pieces. I did include in that the cost of restoring... Uh, Lazarus's gear, um, because that just seemed easier. So, Lazarus, that is also now with your gear repaired, uh, and obviously the, uh, the blacksmith girl that you're dealing with at this point is, is more than happy to kind of run her own shop, but also be available should the rest of you need any type of repairs. Uh, any questions? Anything anybody wants that to argue? all the... Not, not that I'm saying it's low, but I'm just making sure that included all the laundering. laundering. Yes, the laundering would have only just started, so you can expect more from that as time goes on. So from the loot and the six month downtime, we got thirty eight or forty eight thousand gold, and then sixteen hundred gold or sixteen hundred platinum. platinum. Yeah, okay. Because we got like sixty four hundred gold. Correct. Sixty four k with platinum. Yeah, yeah. When you convert it, yeah, it's sixteen k. So, that leaves you with two things from Wallace's Mansion that you haven't looked at yet, the red potion and the potion for instructions. Is there anything that you want to do with that at this point? The red potion, um, I'll do, actually, because who's... Yeah, I'll, I'll give the red potion to Kenna to identify Okay. on a long rest, and I'll also, I'll give her both potions. Okay. Since we got new potions from the same place, can I give them a ping just to be sure? Yeah, absolutely. What's that? It'd what's probably the, be a good idea. What's the instruction potion ping going to give me here? Okay, so two questions with that, but we'll deal with yours first. Mm. Because obviously, one of the main ways of doing determining what a potion is when all you're doing is a long rest version is you kind of you have to kind of try it. Like, there's, there's a tasting involved, there's a smelling involved. However, most of the materials you found in Wallace's place are pretty disastrous when you taste them, for example. Mm -hmm. So, a good question would be is, how is Kenna determining what they are without maybe exposing herself to things? Now, the second part of that, since Lazarus is already being very helpful with the first part of that, is his ping of Mm -hmm. evilness. Uh, The red potion reads as nothing. The instruction potion has lingering bits of evil. Like, it, it's kind of like, um, what's a good, like a skunk sprays a guy. Mm-hmm. And like six months later, like every once in a while, you get that little, like, you're like, no, see, like sometimes I can totally still smell it. But it's just that faint whiff of something that was maybe around it more at a previous time. Um, for like, 
figuring out the potions, I think, like, I would also utilize shape-shifting for, like, keen smell and stuff like that Mm -hmm. of the potions. Okay. All right. So, in terms of doing that, and we'll do that because, obviously, those are going to need long rests. The other piece of that is something else is going to happen during your guys' long rest. So, we will cover that when we come back from break. Wow, what a cliffhanger. I wonder what's going to happen next time. Uh, Seriously, guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening in. Uh, If you liked what you heard, share us with your friends. If you hated what you heard, share us with your enemies. Uh, Seriously, though, like, comment, subscribe. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll find out what happens to Double Doubles and Dragons next time.